all right, pre-chat haters, you win. The pre-chat is now not part of the main episode. The pre-chat, the pre-chat is this, in fact. If you don't like the off-topic talk, you're listening to the wrong episode. This is the pre-chat episode. You should skip to the next episode. Although, pre-chat lovers, if you don't like the talk about computer games and just like Ting and I talking about nonsense, this is the episode for you. This is the pre-chat episode. We're not going to talk about computer games. Well, actually, we might talk about computer games, but it'll be mostly nonsense. Well, that was succinct. Does that sum it up? Perfectly. Yeah. So someone gave feedback about the podcast and they got four and a half minutes in and complained that we weren't talking about computer games. And I was like, fair enough. It's a fair criticism. And then I listened to their podcast and I was like, I don't like this podcast. (laughs) I think it's just stylistic differences. But we've taken on board the feedback, which is most important. Yes. So we're splitting the pre-chat and the actual episode into two different downloads. Make sure you get the right one. Or download both of them and inflate our download count. Yes. Welcome back, Mike. Uh, Yeah, it's actually been several weeks since we last recorded. Because... The previous recording was from before I even left on holiday and I have since taken way more international flights than, well, than I think is healthy. Greta Thunberg would be disgusted. My carbon emissions must be off the charts. I'm actually flying again to Singapore tomorrow. Like I literally, I actually literally landed from Singapore today, technically. I arrived from Singapore at 1am this morning, and now I'm flying to Singapore again tomorrow for complicated personal reasons that I don't want to go into. So it's fine, it's justified. Yeah, there's a good reason for it. Let's talk about the fun holiday. Okay, okay, let's talk about the fun travel. It's funny, I got back... And people in the office were like, oh, you're back. How's your holiday? I was like, oh, yeah, it was really great. It's like, how long do you think this holiday mood's going to last? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then like two minutes later, it's like, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. It wasn't that bad. We need a review of the noise cancelling headphones and the sunglasses. They were great. They were both great. Totally worth it. Maybe not the sunglasses. The noise cancelling headphones were really good. The sunglasses, it was actually really nice having sunglasses. Definitely helped. It was so bright over there. I'm not sure I needed to really spend that much on them in hindsight. I could definitely have got away without the prescriptioning. But you know, you can code outside. You can read outside. Inside, outside. I don't know what <laughs> anything anymore. It's all right. It's just lifestyle creep. What's next? Oh, I saw you can get um, smart mirrors. And smart, smart mirrors. Yeah. Nonsense. Just sounds like voice assistance. Why do I want a smart mirror? Because, you know, when you do your daily incantations, is that the right word? I have no idea. Is this when you stand in front of the mirror and say, like, I am a strong and successful? Is this, is this right? Yeah, I'm an excellent money right? manager. I'm great with finances. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't say things, I don't say these things at all. But I now just you like can. internally, internally, I'm just thinking, oh man, I've done a terrible job of managing my money. I have no idea what I'm doing. 
I feel like uh, this, is, this is weird and slightly off our planned topic track, but like I feel like you know when you grow older, you don't really grow up. I feel like you grow up when events in your life happen, but if those events don't happen, you just get older but don't get any wiser so like you know you've got married and had two kids and now you're a sensible father figure whereas like i haven't and i'm just like some sort of weird teenager who now has too much money and doesn't understand how you manage it or what to do with it except occasionally buying sunglasses this is why you need the smart mirror (laughs) okay okay lifestyle coach team (laughs) smart mirror Putting it on the Amazon wish list. And if this thing doesn't exist, we need to kickstart it immediately. What's it going to do? You can have music, you can have slogans, like, scroll across the bottom. You can have, like, random stars get thrown in. So, basically, it's like a Snapchat filter. Yes. But it's on a mirror. It's life-size. I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah, let's go back to it, because I have other things, random things you could buy, actually. I feel like, other, yeah, there's so many things I could suggest to you. Okay, well, well, that can be episode 201. That can be Lost Levels Club 201. <laughs> things Ting convinced me to buy. is the, the advanced class. So how was LA? LA was weird. I think I don't understand american cities because i've lived in london i've lived in hong kong i visited say well singapore a lot recently it turns out and i've been to new york and all of those cities you basically can just get public transport or walk around and then la you need a car like you literally cannot do anything without a car it seems taxi Uh, Fine. Well, a taxi's a car, albeit not a private one. Well, luckily my friend had a car, or we just Ubered places, because everything is way too spread out, and the public transport is just strange and terrible. Plus, I tried just walking around, because that's kind of what I usually do to explore and get a feel for a place, and walked out the hotel and just, you know, walked a couple of blocks... And then was like, what is this place? I feel like I'm going to get shot. Like, literally, the hotel was in downtown LA. And 100 meters in one direction, suddenly, all the shops are closed and boarded up. And there's just drug addicts and homeless people everywhere. It was quite shocking. And then? And then my friend took me back to the hotel room and made me Google... Five insanely dangerous places you should never go in LA. And number four was downtown. (laughs) So, yeah, I made a great choice for our first hotel location. And then other culture shock moments. We were in Hollywood and I saw a homeless guy just rooting through a bin, which at this point I was kind of used to. But then, like, 30 seconds later, we hear, like, this shout behind us. And we turn around and we see, like, a couple of cops running at the homeless guy. And the homeless guy's like, and just, like, throws his hands in the air. And, like, he was carrying, like, a drink. And he just, like, 
flipped it up in the air and just started sprinting down the street. And he like turns a corner and runs into an alley. And as he runs into the alley, these two cops on foot give pursuit and two other cop cars just like approach from other directions, sirens blaring and like pull in and block the alley. And at the other side of the alley, we can see two other cop cars just pull in, sirens blaring. And then like more and more cop cars just keep pulling up and like disgorging more police who just are like ambling down the street, like, you know, where this homeless guy went. And then we hear this and look up and there's a helicopter. There's literally a helicopter that flies in and just is hovering over this street. What the hell did this guy do? Uh, did you find out? No. I mean, we actually tried to Google like local news for several days to try and figure out what the hell happened. I actually think it's just probably normal for Hollywood. Uh, it was their film crew. <laughs> I don't think it was a film crew. I, or maybe it was like candid camera or something. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think it was just like this amazingly disproportionate response. I think literally they saw a homeless guy and they ran after him. And because he was pretty fast, they called for backup. And then literally every cop for like a mile around just like sped in and blocked him off. It was crazy. Uh, in my personal notes, I wrote down witness GTA four star arrest. Like, literally, this is what happens when you get four stars in GTA, you know? Like, every cop in the world comes down on you, plus a helicopter. Did you make it out of LA? Yeah, so, I mean, I did loads of stuff on the trip, actually. I did loads and loads of stuff. Went to Knott's Berry Farm, went to Medieval Times, did some more short-haul flights, which, again, <laughs> my carbon footprint. Sorry, future generations. Went to San Francisco, saw the Golden Gate Bridge, saw the seals at Pier 39 came back to LA, went to Disney. Disney was amazing. Like Disney was way better than I expected. Because? Well, the friend I was traveling with, you know, he lives in California now. So he's been to Disneyland before and he also doesn't really like, you know, he doesn't really like going on the rides and stuff. So given how expensive Disney is, he didn't really want to go again. But he said, you need to go. You'll really enjoy it. You should go. So one day I just went to Disney on my own and I felt kind of weird about it because I'm just like a 30 something balding Chinese guy on their own in Disney. I don't know. I just felt really weirdly self-conscious when I arrived. That's normal. That's normal. And I bought the ticket where you can book a fast pass from your mobile phone. And a side effect of that is that you can actually keep all of the ride photos. You don't have to pay for them. So, you know, when you go on a ride and it takes the photo of you, you can just type in the number on your phone and it will just download a digital copy of the photo. So if you look at the photos from the start of the day, you can tell I look kind of a bit like, oh, I feel a bit weird being here. Or like, uh, meh, it's not that good a ride. But then as the day goes on, I get progressively more and more cheerful until like at the end of the day, I'm like, I love Disney. And I've got, you know, I've waved my hands in the air. And I've got this big grin on my face. Disney was incredible. It's somehow like, I don't know what to say. The ridiculous capstone to the whole thing was like half an hour before the park closed, I went to Star Wars land and went into Savvy's workshop and built a lightsaber. They have some experience where you can go in and they do a load of, well, to be honest, the acting's kind of lame, but you know, 10 points for trying. And 
dramatically present you with you know a tray of lightsaber parts and you have to build your own lightsaber and then there's this big you know like and they pull out you know this canister and it's got kyber crystals that are all glowing and you can pick one to choose the color of your lightsaber and you put the whole thing together and you know switch it on there's like the you know lightsaber noise and then finally the door opens and you all step back out into the park waving your lightsabers around no age limit or at that point you just didn't give a Uh, the thing is it's actually really expensive to build a lightsaber this is definitely another lifestyle creep situation like so adults only uh, there was a kid whose parents must be freaking rich i must say but it was mostly i think late 20s and early 30-somethings in this lightsaber-building experience. It it was definitely people who had watched Star Wars as kids and now are probably, like, programmers in Silicon Valley or something and have disposable income. So, yeah, there was one kid, but it was mostly adults. But it it was just way more fun than I expected. I took a video afterwards when I got back to the hotel room and... For the dramatic reveal, I'm standing in absolute darkness and then I turn on the lightsaber and it lights up and I just couldn't help it. I just involuntarily like started like giggling. It was just so fun. And and I'm there, you know, holding this lightsaber, wearing a rocket raccoon hat with little ears. I've not seen this video. Okay, maybe I'll put it, maybe I'll put it on the blog. (laughs) Yeah, so Disney, amazing. I would definitely recommend it even if they are ruining copyright for everyone. <laughs> yeah, but you got a lightsaber. An expensive lightsaber, it seems. Oh, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Well, actually, the okay, the <laughs> other ridiculous thing was the saga of getting the damn lightsaber home. Because <laughs> as, soon as, there. as soon as I got home and took that video, when I was like, oh, la, la, I've got a lightsaber, this is amazing, you know, and feeling like a kid again, I then turned off the lightsaber, tried to put it in my suitcase and realized it was way too big. And then it's like, oh no, it's okay. The blade detaches. So I took out the blade, put the hilt in the suitcase. Fine. Put the blade in the suitcase. No, it's still way too big. I tried to put it in diagonally. Too long. Tried to put it in like 3D diagonally. Still too long. And I was thinking, I have no idea how I'm going to get this home. In the end, I hand-carried it as my personal item on the plane, although technically it was way too big for that. But luckily no one stopped me. And then when I came to put it in the overhead luggage bin, it was almost too big for the overhead luggage bin too. Did you consider getting a bigger suitcase? I must admit, it did cross my mind. But it would have had to have been a seriously big suitcase. My suitcase is actually quite thin and tall already. Well, thin isn't good enough already. Well, I just mean that, you know, dimensions wise, it's not like a boxy suitcase. Okay. What what am I saying? Suitcases are all like cuboids. They're all boxy. Whatever. It's surprisingly long. I managed to get it back. That's all that matters. (laughs) That's all that matters. Yeah. Well, actually, no. the saga doesn't quite end there because when I finally got it back... I opened my suitcase and discovered it had been searched by the TSA, probably because they saw... (laughs) (laughs) You just glossed over that. What the... 
because they probably saw a mysterious metal cylinder with electronic components inside. I mean, it probably looks like a pipe bomb or something. So there was a TSA piece of paper saying, we searched your suitcase. We randomly searched some suitcases. We also searched your suitcase if we see something suspicious. Please don't put the following things in your suitcase. What did they say? Did it say don't put a... Like pipe bombs. No, (laughs) it was just like, yeah, like contraband items. I mean, obviously the lightsaber was still there, but it must have looked weird on an x-ray is my only guess. It's possible it's a coincidence, but I don't think so. And then... I put the lightsaber back together and turned it on and it just kind of sputtered and didn't work. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. But then I realized it must have run out of battery. So then I tried to change the battery. It took me an hour to figure out how to change the battery. You were tired. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say that. I, I looked it up on YouTube and YouTube just said, unscrew this thing and pull it out. And I just couldn't pull it out and said, it might be a bit stiff. You might have to wiggle it. And I'd, I'd spent like literally the best part of an hour trying to pull out this, you know, battery compartment and wiggling it. And then eventually I was like, what the f- is this? And then I realized that you have to push it in and twist it. It didn't say that on the YouTube video. This is what I get for just blindly following instructions. Yes. I really felt really dumb after that. Disney is not just for kids. It's for Mike too. Thanks. It's terrible. <laughs> I just want to see Mike slowly get happier during the day. Because normally it's the reverse. <laughs> too true. Too true. Too true. <laughs>